You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, it's Chris Meany, and it's Monday, which means it's back to work. It was a great weekend of wrestling, if you're a fan of that. We had Mania and a whole lot more on weekend and uh, a whole lot of baseball, too including one guy who looks like champion of the world this weekend, and that's Mike Trout, Chris. I know you're an Angels fan, so uh, even though you've been trolling them, you've got to <laughs> got to really be enjoying the Mike Trout weekend. I mean, come on. It, yeah, it wasn't a great weekend of trolling them. I mean, they, they did take three or four from Texas. It, it is unbelievable. Everybody knows. But, yeah, for the people who you know, have the chance to see him, because he does play late on the West Coast, just phenomenal stuff again from him. A great start. He was six for 11, five homers, nine RBIs, five runs, six walks in a four-game series with Texas. He's slashing 393, 581, and 1,000 through 10 games. Just unbelievable stuff. And I don't know why Texas pitched to him, Joe. I just don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. There's nobody else in that lineup. Like, Justin Bohr has, uh, I it seems like 1,000 people on base every time so far this season, <laughs> and he just strikes out or pops up. But there's no threat really behind him besides Andrelton Simmons. It's, it's interesting. Sometimes you see teams like Seattle, they'll just give them the free pass, and they do not care at all. We're not going to let Trout beat us. But with other teams, it's it's a bit of a learning progress for them. Yeah. Well, look, a lot of runs on Sunday, too. He had oh, a 15 sure. spot put up by the Yankees. He had the Nationals put up 12, and then the Mets with the late comeback there with the Alonzo home run and Conforto home runs there. They came back and fell short, but still, uh, was it 21 runs in that game combined? Uh, you had another – I mean, Seattle, Chris, oh, man, just doesn't stop, and we'll be talking a lot about them today. I mean – yeah. I'm all over it. The pricing is real user-friendly today on Seattle, so we're going to get to them in a bit. They put up a 12 spot on Sunday. And uh, Yasiel Puig tried to take on the entire world, which I kind of like. Was there a more fun scene than Yasiel Puig and a sea of yellow jerseys? Like, the, those awful throwback pirate jersey. And there's that one man in red. It was like some sort of, like... It felt like some sort of bad Robert Rodriguez movie, like The Man in Red. <laughs> oh, man, it was very entertaining. You're talking about wrestling. Yeah, I mean, that was – Yeah, Yasiel Puig might, might have to go WWE because he hasn't hit the ball much this year so far. Man, rough go for the Reds. I mean, they're striking out 27% of the time, which is top six in baseball. They entered today with a 170 average as the worst, worst in baseball. They only have 21 runs, 21 RBIs. That's the worst in baseball, too, so – and it's tough. It's tough for Cincinnati right now. I, you know, their contrarian plays going forward, I think, from a DFS standpoint, especially when they play at home, I, I like taking shots of them. And from a season-long standpoint, Joe, I wonder how you feel, but like Suarez and Puig and Votto, I don't know if Votto will ever get back to 30 home runs, but those guys are by-low candidates in season-long formats. Agreed. I actually want to offer you a trade for Suarez in our league, and I'm in my <laughs> home league right now. Yeah. I'm, I was Wait, thinking about it. You know what I'm going to talk to Chris about after the show? <laughs> yeah, not going to no coming back. He's got a surplus. I'm a little weak at third base right now. I wonder if we could make a deal, you know. I'm not crazy about Snow. I, I left the last, I think, couple rounds of that auction draft because I had a hockey game and I ended up with Snow. I'm like, ah, 
All right. Well, whatever. Well, I can what use a third on? baseman, so maybe you and I will chat after the yeah, show we'll and chat, see we'll if chat. I can uh, flip you a reliever <laughs> or something like that, and we can get it done. Because I just need somebody to plug in there. Wilmer Flores is not the answer either for me. But uh, we'll we'll save you our personal trade talk yes. for a little bit. We're right here on the Line Star app as always, and make sure if you're playing DFS today or any day, any sport. Make sure you've downloaded the DFS app at LineStar and uh, make sure you're using all the optimizer and the tools and the splits and everything in there that they've got in order to make sure your lineup is tight and ready to roll. So it was a pretty good weekend. That's time to get uh, after it this week. we got a fresh uh, slate of games here. you got the two afternoon games, which you're probably going to pass on. Um, that's basically the Blake Snell versus Carlos Rodon, who was terrific last time yeah. out, too. So uh, that should be a fun game to watch. And then you got Tyon versus John Lester. So two decent uh, pitching matches, as far as I'm concerned. Fun from a baseball perspective, but from a DFS perspective with the two games, I, I don't know. I I'm going to let this one go personally. How about you, Chris? Yeah, Sam, I don't typically like to, uh, to jump on the early slate for these two. We don't know. You know, Monday's sometimes weird. I know there's some swaps and stuff that you can you can do, but you know sometimes I typically see you know when lineups launch for the seven or maybe even nine o'clock games that maybe there's an injury in there. I just don't want to mess around with with my lineup having these two early games. But I will say you mentioned Rodon, man, he's been really good to start the season. Obviously Blake Snell is a stud, but Yoan Makata as well has had the breakout yeah. that we're all waiting for. I mean. He has There's obviously potential in his bat. He steals some bags. He's got some power. He's ha he's off to a really good start this year. He is. And I think the move to third base has helped him too. Uh, I think a little taking the pressure off him defensively a little bit, having to do a little less. I think he was also in one of those fork in the road kind of moments in his career where there was a lot of hype, a lot of buzz. I, I said a couple of years ago to me from watching him play in the minor leagues, he had the most raw talent of anybody in the minor leagues that I saw a couple of years ago. And he just hadn't really put it all together. And I think you can get by on raw talent and double A. When we start getting to the higher levels of pitching, you got to put more work in. You got to put a little bit more yes. study, a little bit more effort, a little bit more conditioning, and a little bit more focus. And I think this year so far, he's put that in. Uh, if I was playing, I would play cash game this morning uh, on the two pitcher site. I would actually go with, I know it sounds crazy, but Snell and Rodon. I think it's going to be a lot of strikeouts in that game between those two teams. I would go that route with the two pitchers. If I only had one pitcher to take, I would take Blake Snell and play cash game on that. If you want to go oppo in the tournament, maybe Carlos Rodon hope for uh, maybe a, a one nothing kind of game or something like that. And I'll take some offense from the Cubs side. That's uh, that's kind of yeah. where I'd go on this that's one. That's the play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's the play. Both of those teams striking it a lot too, uh, you know, especially the Rays. So Rodon's interesting. Yeah, well, the, it's funny. The Pirates are uh, – you know, Lester hasn't pitched well, but still it's – you know, it's uh, – uh, you know, whenever there's the crafty veteran out there and he's at home, and I always feel like he's going to find a way to figure it out. So, and I don't love Cups that. Cubs for his home team. game, right? Yeah. Yeah, Cubs for – you know, we talked about the Rockies needing to get home in the worst way. They did. Unfortunately, the Dodgers <laughs> were waiting for them there. That's what but, I mean. Hey. We joked about that heading into the weekend. It's like yeah. the, the hottest team in baseball really is is going to head to Coors this weekend. Like, good luck. It's yeah. And constant. they had 29 runs in three games. And then on top of that, you got the David Dahl injury. Because, like, what more oh, can you have man. to this team right now? You already lost Daniel Murphy for a while. Dahl has a history of oblique issues. He's like, my side hurts, and I just roll my eyes, and I'm like, this is why I don't own any David Dahl anymore. I couldn't exactly. do it. it just, it's brutal, and I know a lot of people in season-long leagues, and I was like, I'll use him in DFS when he's playing, and already it's, it's the 8th of April, 
and he's <laughs> going to be available. The, the price for him, unfortunately, was where people expected him to be, right around outfielder 20 to 25, and we just hadn't seen it yet. And, I mean, you just talked about it right there. Is this somebody who suffered injury after injury after injury so far in his short career? Is this tough to pay that kind of price for somebody uh, just hoping when we haven't yet seen it? So, yeah, Colorado – um, injuries are just like the Yankees. It just seems to someone just seems to be, you know. Well, let's get to that because now that the Dodgers finally left town, you do have the Braves coming in, and Braves are a talented team, obviously. But oh, you know, Duran's not going to scare you as much as some of the other no. guys. But I'm looking at it, and you got Garrett Hampson in the lineup today. Uh, he's at four and a half, basically, uh, in on DraftKings. You got Mark Reynolds in the lineup today. You got Tapia in the lineup today. So there's a lot of lesser Rockies. If you want to investigate that, it's worth looking at. But at the same time, these guys are secondary players for a reason. You got to keep that in mind. I know Reynolds has had some moments in Colorado the last couple of years, but still, it's it's this is not the lineup the Rockies wanted to be thrown out there. You know? Oh no, not at all. And you know, Toronto is somebody I always kind of pick on. He's a contact guy, but uh, he's been fine to start the season. He had a good spring. He had a decent couple showings towards the end of last year, working with a pitching coach, working on some new pitches and stuff like that. So I'm not saying to take a shot on him, but you're well, right. It's it's a little bit of a watered-down lineup in Colorado. Not only right that, but it's a very right-handed lineup now without Murphy. Yeah. I mean, if you got Blackman in there, and then it's righty all the way till you get to Tapia, and he's not scaring the hell out of me right now. Oh. So, I mean – that's it's it's tricky the place where we always want to go for offense Colorado right now is falling a little short so let's start breaking down these games here you got Marco Estrada and the A's traveling to Baltimore they're going to take on Andrew Kashner and the O's we'll see if Chris Davis can actually see a baseball and hit it Uh, I don't know he's actually in the lineup today believe it or not but the guy for me I want to talk about is 4.2 on DraftKings is Trey Mancini kind of like in the we talk about all the time in NFL season Chris where you know, even the bad teams, somebody's got to catch the ball. Well, somebody's got to hit the ball on the bad teams, too. And Trey Mancini's that guy. He had a good season last year. He looks to be improving on that this year. The guy's got power. He's going to hit cleanup in this order when he's at home in a favorable matchup like this one. I know it's not it's righty-righty, but at the same time, it's still Marco Estrada, so not a lot of fear there. As much as you can say, well, against Andrew Kasher and some of these guys in Oakland, but Trey Mancini's a guy that I've got in my – in my sphere in a couple of lineups today. Yeah, and you should. Actually, him and uh, Jonathan VR are the two guys that you want from Baltimore. They're both hitting 333 on the season. They both combined they've six homers. VR's got some some obviously some speed. And you're right about Estrada. I mean, last year 56% fly ball rate was the highest in baseball. The year before that, 50%, 48%, 52. This year 73 so far. Oh, um so short yeah. Short sample, but still that's a high number. Very short sample <laughs> because it's only been three outings, but yeah, it's a very high number. It's just consistency. It's what he is. He's got a good change, but sometimes that change leaves the park. Uh, so yeah, it's it's just the highest total on the board today, ten, and it's jumped up. It started at nine, so uh, Baltimore is at four point eight, and on the other side, Oakland five point four against Kashner. So there's going to be some runs scored in this game. I, I love the Mancini call, forty two hundred dollars, and we are forty five hundred dollars on DraftKings, and then over on Fanduel, you can afford them as well. Thirty six hundred dollars for Trey Mancini on Fanduel. That's a steal. It is. Speaking of steals, too, we're going to get to a couple of them in this next game, which is the Washington Nationals and Annabelle Sanchez against Vince Velasquez and the Phillies. Uh, I know he hasn't hit all year, but Brian Dozier is just super cheap right now. And when you're looking for a lineup builder at 2100, he's still a major league player, okay? He's, he's starting off slow. He always starts off slow anyway, anybody who ever owned him. Yes. Uh, but the ownership's going to be low, 2100. 
He's just 2,100 wow. over on the FanDuel side. And, uh, and second base is not great. So It's not. And you have a matchup where Verlander and um, Verlander and Tanaka tie up later, which means Altuve and um, Gleyber Torres is going to be in those. So really, it's, it's not a whole lot to love on the second base side. And I think you, it's worthy of taking a shot. Him, Zimmerman, and Soto in the middle of that lineup today. Zimmerman's another guy, too, just 2,900. Nats are putting the bat on the ball lately, and I think that going into Philadelphia, this is a great opportunity here against uh, Vincent Velasquez. So those are some guys that I think can be used as lineup builders uh, as you're looking to go through. Because Dozier at 21, I mean, that just allows you to do so much. Goes to the oh, top of the board man. in the cash games. You can go ahead and then pick your fill of whoever else you want. Love the Dozier call. I didn't realize how cheap he was on FanDuel. I mean, that you just have to jump on those opportunities, especially this early well, in the season. Because if it kills you, it doesn't. It's not going to kill you. Right. Exactly. How's that? You, know, for, you like that philosophy out yeah, there? It, that, what's more Italian Brooklyn than that? Yeah. You know, if it kills you, it's not going to kill you. You know. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's true. Like it, this is what I love to do early on in the season. A couple weeks in, I'm trying to identify the guys who are really, really slumping. And you're right. You brought up Dozier before as a guy who typically starts slow, so it's no real surprise but we know he has pop in his bat it's a great lineup it's a great ballpark to play in i mean i was watching the broadcast this weekend in minnesota <laughs> the minnesota broadcast was like man this is a great park to play in this ball's just flying over the fences well, they're center, used to watching right? target field I mean. exactly yeah <laughs> they were just they were loving it um but yeah for sure dozier near the top of that lineup and velasquez is a fly ball pitcher he's making his first start of the season he's got a career fly ball rate 41 percent he's given up home runs 20 home runs one season in a limited sample size last year uh, he gave up 16 home runs 142 innings 15 the year before that and 72 innings so it's a good spot for dozier and i think we should call it on the show dozier's gonna go yard today oh you took it a step further <laughs> i love Let's it do it i love it you're a dozier owner too aren't you yeah you're like yeah, those come around here <laughs> um on the other side franco i know we've kind of talked about him just a couple times but this is you know we mentioned trout so trout a 25 percent walk rate seven percent strikeout rate after 10 games there's only one other player in baseball who have higher rates walk rate and a lower strike rate than Trout this season. It's Franco walking 26.5% of the time and striking out five. And in the eight hole, no less. In the eight hole and still just cashing in with RBIs and, and home runs too. So it is a bummer that he's in that eight spot, but when he gets up, it seems like there's always somebody on base for him to drive in some runs. All right. What well, could be the ALCS preview right here? The Yankees and uh, Masahiro Tanaka head into Houston to take on Justin Verlander and the Houston Astros in this one. Now, this should be a knockdown, dragout fight. The Yankees obviously not at full strength here. Uh, and you're going to get Verlander getting hyped up for a big game here. He is expensive, though. 10.4 over on the DK side. He's top of the board, as he should be. Uh, yeah. I always worry about Tanaka giving up the home runs, so there's always opportunity here. I'm going to go back again. My favorite player is Michael Brantley. Called a home run from him over the weekend. We yes. got the home run from him over the weekend, so we're doing well there. Uh, on the cheaper side, maybe a Josh Reddick, too. Because uh, especially on the FanDuel side, that's another guy who's just, uh, I want to say he's 2,600, I believe, uh, today. But, yeah, 2,300. Excuse wow. me, even less. So, if you're looking for, like, a lefty bat here, or my pop one, maybe tournament kind of thing, uh, that would be the, the kind of guy that maybe you target in that one. But, typically, I'm going to stay away from this one just because of the expense of some of those Houston bats for me. So, if you want to take a couple of the cheaper ones, I understand, especially the lefties uh, against uh, Tanaka in that ballpark. Other than that, 
maybe Torres also because Torres over on the, the FanDuel and DK sides are a little bit cheaper, I think, as well. Uh, is there anything else for you that actually pops? Are you somebody that wants Verlander today in this cash game slate? You want to go to the top of the board for him? Yeah, I do. I, I want to spend up on Verlander today. I, I like him. I think he's in a good spot here. And you know, the Yankees, it's it was a weak lineup. It's a weaker Yankees. Yeah, no it stand. is. Exactly. It's, it was encouraging if you're a Yankees fan and to see what they did yesterday, but it was in Baltimore. And now you're right. Verlander is going to be juiced and ready to go in this game. It's a low total, 7.5. I mean, the Yankees have a 3.4 team implied run total. It's the lowest on the board today. And for good reason, right? It's, it's Verlander. So I don't mind spending up for Verlander. And I think that some of the Astros, especially some of the guys that you mentioned in Brantley, I think Reddick is a good call as well. Uh, you know, uh, Tyler White has been benched five of the last seven games, so um, they're not going to him right now. They're getting some other platoon guys in their lineup. So, yeah, Verlander for me against the Yankees. Just, well, Kyle Tucker's going to be up sooner than later. I mean, oh, I it's just, only a matter of time, right? Uh, I, I, I mean, right now in your season long leagues, you should be adding him. I mean, yes, if, if yeah, he's floating around the way, because I'm sure he got dropped in oh, yeah. started around opening day ish or, or the week after. And it's only a matter of time. Yeah. That's, that's it. And you look at the bottom of this Yankee lineup right now, even as it loops over. DJ LeMayu, Clint Frazier, who I know was good this weekend, but it's Justin Verlander. It's a different story. Tyler Wade and Brett Gardner. There's a fair amount of strikeouts there, potentially. I mean, that, that's, those are some outs that Justin Verlander, I think, is going to get. Tons. All right, so let's go to uh, St. Louis here. Miles Mikolas is going to take the hill against the Dodgers, who just continue to roll. Yunjin Ryu is the starter here. It's funny because he's 9.6 Ryu over on the DraftKings side. And then on the FanDuel side, he's 94, so no discount here on Ryu. So that didn't take very long for the algorithm to catch up with how well he pitched at the end of last year and the beginning of this year. Uh, looking at this one, too, I mean, Cody Bellinger's been out of his mind. Man, he has he ever. You know, here's a fun fact. Okay, so he's been in the league now for two years and, you know, obviously the beginning of this year. So he's got 300 or so at-bats. How many, how many uh, games played, rather, excuse me, 300 games played? How many home runs do you think Cody Bellinger has in his career so far over those 300 games? Oh, man. He's probably got 85. He's probably close. 70. Man. 70 over two years plus, obviously, April. Well, he just came onto the scene so hot as a rookie. I think he was, what, almost 40 home runs. He just yeah. went on that stretch that he went. There was a stretch, and I don't, I'm not sure of it. It felt oh, like it was the summer of two years ago. Yeah. In a month is what it felt it was, like. It was insane. I think it was a dozen or something yeah. close to that. It was, and, it was absolutely nuts, man. And he's doing and he's doing it to start the year. Seven and ten games is is crazy. Hitting four fifty five. I'm seeing it now. It's just wow. Yeah, he's been he's been unbelievable. Mikolas has struggled so far this season he too. He that really whole rotation has. is in trouble. I think. I mean, Waka's walked everybody. Martinez is on the DL. Uh, I don't. I know Wainer had a decent start, obviously this weekend, but still, I think this rotation is a little bit uh, scuffling right now. And on top of Bellinger, the other lefty I love in this lineup is in the two hole today, and it's Corey Seager. I think this is a really good matchup for him as well. Yeah, I, I just continue to roll out the Dodgers. I know that they get away from cores a little bit. Their price drops down slightly, but this is them in Seattle. They're the hottest team. We'll get to Seattle in a second. They're, the, they're just the hottest teams in baseball right now. They, they're both just running away. In terms All right, of let's get to the hot runs. guys. Let's do it. Let's, yeah, talk, let's, about, do it, yeah. let's talk about the hot guys. They're so hot right now. Well, Felix <laughs> Hernandez and the Mariners head into Kansas City to take on Homer Bailey. Homer and, Bailey. Oh, my God. It's, it's the Hanager-Santana combo for me. I'm doing the combo meal, Hanager and Santana. Uh, I'm doing it everywhere. I don't care <laughs> until I'm convinced otherwise. I'll even take, if I'm just slumming a catcher, I'll even take uh, Omar at catcher, too, at 3.6. <laughs> 
Just yeah, Omar is nice. It, right. Against Homer Bailey, the lefty yeah. righty matchup. I mean, in that order, maybe just accidentally gets. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, he's bit. gotten a couple home runs already, Joe. Look at the Mariners: twenty-seven home runs, eighty-five runs. Dodgers: twenty-four home runs, eighty-four runs. And then there's a gap. There really is a gap between like Team Three and Team Two. Uh, and in fact, it's a twenty-two run gap. The Cubs check in second with sixty-two runs. So these two teams are just feeling it right now. Yeah. And there's no reason to think it won't continue against two struggling pitchers like yeah. Homer Bailey. I mean, like I said before, he's got Homer in his name. He gives up bombs. He's two <laughs> contact guys. So, yeah, Santana should be priced. I'm surprised. I really I'm shocked am. He's still, he's still under 45. I'm yeah. shocked. Because usually just, when these hot streaks happen, they'll bump up. I mean, even if you're playing on the FanDuel side, Jay Bruce, who we've mentioned, has got home runs five. He's $3,500. Edwin is 36, even though he's struggling. Domingo Omar's is 41. Three. It's, it doesn't make much sense. It doesn't. And you know what? Like, I don't care what ballpark it is. I don't care. You're going to give me Domingo Santana right now and Mitch Hanniger for 45 or under. I'm taking them both. And I'm going to yeah. pair them both. And I'm very happy to do that. And, uh, and like I said, you, you mentioned Bruce. I mentioned Omar. I mean, between those guys, I think, uh, you know, Narvarez is, is good enough. You know, I don't love spending money a catcher, but I want to spend it smartly if I have to. So that's where I'm going. All right. We kind of touched on it earlier, but – we didn't really talk too much about the Kyle Freeland part of the Rockies game. And I actually like Freeland today at 6.2. I think he fits a great potential tournament play pitcher because he pitched very well in Colorado last year. He's pitched very well so far to start this year. If you're going to, you, you could potentially pair him with a bum Garner who we're going to get to uh, earlier and have a very good lineup where you can get Hanager, Santana, Mancini in that lineup, uh, Corey Seager, Christian Yelich, Basically, all those guys I just mentioned are in that same lineup because if I go down to the board for 6,200 and take away Freeland in there, it's, it's such a huge savings that it, it allows me to do a lot. And I'm, I'm feeling that today, man. I'm, I'm in there. I think that's the way I'm going to go. I had a feeling you would be feeling that. And I think you I'm said – I'm hooked on a Freeland. You did, yes. There we go. And you said oh. as soon as Freeland gets home because there's this negative – or around Kyle Freeland, there really is. Everyone's expecting some regression. He doesn't strike out a ton of guys. He gives up some contact, but he gives up a lot of soft contact, to be honest, and a lot of it is on the ground, 57% this year, 47% right last year. You're right. He does well at home. I think it's a, I think it's a strong tournament play. I do have some interest in some of those. You know, as we mentioned, Albies, he tends to have a better – You know, he gets up at the top of the lineup against a lefty. Acuna is struggling so far. Nick Marcakis is good against lefties as well. I feel like their price is, is decent, especially on the FanDuel side. But I can get behind the Freeland tournament play. I can get behind that. All right. Now, uh, looking at the rest of this game, too, offensively, I mentioned some of those guys. Uh, obviously, the Colorado side struggling a little bit, very right-handed lineup. But I, I do think – Tehran's one of these guys that I will be fine with uh, going against him. And because I do like Freeland tonight, I'm going to stay away from even the Albies and Donaldsons at the top. They're very expensive. It's very difficult, especially in cash games tonight with some of these pitchers from, you know, about the mid-nine price range and up that you kind of want in your lineup. is not a whole lot of lower-end or mid-range cash game arms tonight. So it, it's right. kind of tricky. So it makes me kind of – put more faith in Freeland and say, all right, let's go. And if I believe it, let's go it. And I'm going to, yeah, yeah you got to go all in. Yeah. Well, I'm letting go of the Braves there. Uh, I do love Bumgarner. I know sometimes we talk about same pitcher, you know, within a certain amount of time facing the same team, but this one's at home. It's yeah. against the, the Padres who there's a lot of strikeouts in this lineup there uh, between the Kinsler and Tatis and hedges and all those guys there. So uh, although it's great that Will Myers and Machado are there and you know, Myers having a pretty good start to the season too, 
I know the Giants lineup is nothing to write home about. That's for damn sure. But I oh. do like Bumgarner in this game here. And uh, if I'm, personally, that's where I'm going tonight, just so I can get a little bit more offense, because I think he can match Verlander against the Yankees, or at least give me close to it. So I think that's where I'm going. Are you feeling the Bumgarner tonight? Yeah, this is the second time these two guys have, have faced each other. This will be the second. They played each other opening day, and, and for Bumgarner, nine, nine strikeouts. He had a great showing, I thought, against the Dodgers, a team that hits lefties really well, and I've seen a lot of Bumgarner over the years. And, you know, he had six scoreless innings and four strikeouts. So I, I agree with you there. I think there's some strikeouts to be had. Verlander's going to be the guy I spend up on, but in other lineups, I'm going to have a few shares of, of Bumgarner for sure. Yeah, you mentioned Machado, but there's some strikeouts in his game. I, I said last Last week, Renfro would start to get some more at-bats. He is, and he's hitting the ball well. But there's also some strikeouts in his game as well. So you can go through that whole lineup. I mean, Tatis, Hedges, Renfro, Reyes, even Manny. You mentioned Machado. He's yeah. got some strikeout potential, too. There's so. there's 7Ks at least in there. Yeah, the this is going to be um, much like how the first game went. I, I believe agree. That was like a 2 Especially at home, too. I yeah. always like Bumgarner at home. God, and you know what? The front office of the, the – Giants needs to get let go. I look at this oh. lineup. I mean, this lineup is Stephen <sighs> Duggar at the top, Brandon Belt, Evan Longoria, Buster Posey, Brandon Crawford, Kevin Pillar, Joe Con. I mean, I mean, sorry, Connor Joe. I want to say Joe Connor because like it looks like a, the wrong name. And then uh, Joe Panic. I mean, this is – are you kidding me? It's pathetic. They're hitting 208 on the season, a 264 on base percentage, 317 slugging. These guys cannot hit – they can't get on base. They can't score runs. They got six homers and 25 runs. They only walk 4% of the time, too. Like, it's the worst walk rate in baseball. So, they're not getting on base. It's brutal. They need to trade Baumgartner, in fact. Like, just deal well, with it now. Well, look, that's the best thing. And I said at the beginning of the year, and that's why I have a ton of Baumgartner shares. He's a money pitcher. He always has been. He's the guy that, to me, he's going to show out. He's going to be good. He's going to get traded. And when he does, you know, go to the Yankees or wherever he goes to – you're going to get a haul for him and you need to rebuild this organization because this, this team looks like, you know, like when you had a video game, like MLB the show or yeah. like one of those old M- MVP on EA sports kind of stuff back in the nineties where you would make tons of trades with one team and take all their good players and then put your crap players on the team. That's yeah. what it looks like. That's exactly what this lineup looks like. It is hilarious. <laughs> uh, one thing, other thing too, that's not funny is that Milwaukee Brewers lineup because they come rolling into town to face your angels, you got Trevor Cahill and uh, Yolish Sassin uh, yes. pitching in this one. I'm going to go with the Yelich, Travis Shaw, and Mustakas in this one. I know typically we like them in the middle, but I'm going to go with uh, go with the three lefty bats. That's where I'm going. I want those three lefty bats, and I want them against Cahill. And uh, and you should. That's that's where I'm going. That's, and you should. Uh, you should. You should want that. 4.6 run uh, team implied total. It's one of the highest on the board here this evening. And I wouldn't be shocked if it if it rises just maybe a, you know a point or, or so. Um, yeah, for Cahill, uh, an encouraging second start. But uh, so far, I've seen him when the contact has has happened. It's been hard last year. 40 percent, which is one of the highest rates in all baseball. And and so far, 40 47 percent fly ball rate. This Milwaukee lineup. You're right. It's just so good. I mean, we were all over Kane against lefties over the weekend. You touched throughout yeah. Braun. He was so strong against lefties. Aguilar is is keep an eye on Thames when he gets in the lineup. I know the projected lineup yeah, has he's both of them in there. Yeah. They probably will because they're on the road to get the DH there. But Thames is is starting to trend up a little bit. I Guys thought like, about him, and then I looked at the prices of Shaw and Mustakis. Yeah. And- and they were just a little bit better. I guess. Guys yeah. like, and I'm surprised because Mustakis and Shaw and Aguilar, all these guys are hitting sub 200. That 
they're going to turn it around. The, exactly. All three it's have the so much theory. power. It's, it's it, like eventually these yeah. guys are going to start to come around. Yeah, so take advantage sure. of the good matchup, and hopefully this is the night they do it. You yeah. know, when you're looking overall, too, this tonight where you've got Verlander, Ryu, Tanaka, Bumgarner, that's your top of the top of the line, guys. And, you know, looking for the tournament play, too, I think Freeland's got to be that second pitcher tonight. I think you got to take a shot on somebody because you don't want to go with Mikolas. I don't love the projected total in this game that we're talking about right now, this Anaheim game. So really, it's a very have and have not kind of thing unless you want to go the Marco Estrada route, which for 73, I'm not in love with. I'd rather have Freeland. I really would. I know it's Colorado, but his ERA was excellent last year in Colorado. And it wasn't a small sample. It was a full season. Yeah, <laughs> you know? It, it, you know, you're right. It was a full season. And even at home, he had a nice start in, in the postseason. He's, he's somebody, again, who just allows a lot of soft contact. He He allows a lot, which is something I like to try to target in DFS, but it's it's not hard and it's not in the air so that's all I, yeah i mean do you dare go in felix hernandez you're not going to get any strikeouts really from no that's him. my be able to get the win uh, like i don't want to maybe get the w but there's just the ups the ceiling is not as high as it is for freeland uh, i mean you know the first start of the year for him he had five and a third seven hits four k's it's not terrible honestly felix might be the other guy that that maybe i think the trap guy tonight is tanaka to tell you the truth yeah, for sure. There'll be people who go, you know what? I'm going to take the other end of that. I'm going to get fancy. And I think getting fancy is going to get you in trouble tonight. What so about Shasin? Would you go Shasin against, against the Angels? I mean, you just got to walk Mike Trout. Well, that's the whole thing. Is like, <laughs> but nobody seems walk to want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after that, it gets so dicey with, with La Stella. And- no, I'll tell you what. Not on DK. Not at 81. Yeah, that's it's pretty. And I'm and I'm a Shasin guy. I like yeah. him. I, I talked a lot about him this offseason as a as a really nice rotation filler, back of the rotation guy. It's not terrible, but I don't love it on the DK side. And he's 86 on FanDuel. Yeah, that's you're not getting any saving, discount on him or Freeland. I mean, there's there's no discount there. tonight. So yeah, that's why for me, like Verlander at 10.7 on FanDuel, too much for me. I'm gonna go to Bumgarner at 9.2. Look for the repeat performance. I think Ryu is a good one, too, if you want to just yes. do some differentials. I think those are the two spots that I like. But I prefer Bumgarner because always give me the home guy. Yeah. I, you know, always got the guy at home. I think that's always a, a better play there. Uh, any other things for you that you see as a trap tonight? Um, well, this is sometimes just to continue with the two-pitcher, one-pitcher. That's why sometimes, you know, on a smaller slate, FanDuel just, you know, speaks to me. I just got to grab one, and I'll have some shares of, of Bumgarner. I'll do some Ryu, which I really like, and Verlander. Um, for traps, really, n- not seeing it. I mean, potentially, Atlanta. I could, I could maybe get in with with you there. I think Atlanta Freeman. could be a trap against that. Could be really a trap. Good. Definitely on board with Tanaka being a trap for sure. And uh, I think there'll be some runs scored in the Phillies and Nationals game. We've already kind of touched on it. I do just feel like they'll they'll be some Velasquez is, is going to show some rust today. And Sanchez was not good in his first start. I don't know if I'm really completely buying into Annabelle Sanchez either. So well, I'm not going to buy into him tonight in that ballpark. In no, definitely not. Not with Bryce Harper there. Like I'll buy into it maybe in a really weak lineup somewhere or something like that. But you know, when he faces yeah. the Royals, maybe I'll buy into it. But not right now. Yeah. I'm not there yet. And uh, we we asked you guys what else you want to hear on the show. And somebody asked us, you know, in the last 30 seconds, could you just recap everything? And uh, we'll do that. And uh, it was my boy Rob. Uh, he wanted to know that. He asked us uh, on the uh, social media. He said, hey, can you guys do a quick recap of everything? So we just did the pictures for you a little bit. Just to recap, too, on the FanDuel side, you got some cheap Nationals bats there with Dozier, Zimmerman, and Elmer, even Wilmer Defoe as well. Uh, both of us like the Hanager, Santana, Seattle guys. We're just going to keep rolling with them. Still very price-friendly. 
We're both all over Milwaukee tonight. That means uh, Yelich, Shaw, Mustakas, all those lefty bats in there that you want. Uh, anything else there that I'm forgetting, Chris, in terms of uh, recapping? Um, no, not at all. And just looking at Seattle as we get out of here. So just looking, you know, at the top 10 guys in baseball with, you know, plate appearances, guys with men on base and five of them are Seattle Mariners. Santana's up at the top 26 plate appearances with guys on base. Um, Jay Bruce is fourth. Ryan Healy, who we just kind of skipped over is much like Franco hitting that eight spot, getting, getting up and guys are on base. Mitch Hanniger is in there as well. Um, continue to ride Seattle guys. They're just, they're just feeling it. All right. Any upsets today you like on the uh, on the betting side? Is it maybe the uh, the Phillies? I, I think actually, no. I'm sorry. It's the the Nationals. Rather, are on the road there. Actually, uh, yeah, I, I Nash- can see the Nationals going in there. They've been scoring a ton of runs lately. They have been. Yeah, I, I could see that. I, I good I, pitching too. I feel stronger about the over. Uh, I like the over there. The All total right. right now is at nine, um, and I like the I like the over in Seattle and KC. That's at nine and a half. I guess the one upset that I would throw out there, and it's not even really considered one right now. They're they're pretty even in terms of betting. Is is the Dodgers? I like the Dodgers right now. They're, yeah, they're light road one. dogs. Uh, in St. Louis. I'm yeah, really I think that's an easy one too. Uh, yeah, I, that's uh, that's definitely one for me as well. All right, so that'll do it for us right now. Make sure you are downloading the Line Star app and make sure that you're subscribing to On Deck right here with Chris Meany and myself. You can follow him on the Twitter machine at Chris Meany. You can follow me at Joe Pisa PS17 and follow the Line Star app at Line Star app. I know it's crazy, but that's Simple. where you can get them. You could also uh, go like them on Facebook as well. Download all the tools you need to be successful in DFS. That'll do it for us on Monday. We'll be back again tomorrow. That means there's only one thing left to do. On deck time is over. It's time to step onto the box and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizapia and Chris Meaney.